You are listening to an Awkward Human podcast. For more information on this podcast or all of our shows, visit awkwardhuman.com slash shows. Okay, okay, we're here again. Yay, welcome. It's me, Richard Cardenas. I am your host, and this is Interview with a Comic Book Nerd. Welcome back, everyone. It's been quite a while, hasn't it? I'm moving the mic, so if you hear the toot, 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 that's me moving the mic. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> okay, so welcome back to the show. It's been two weeks. Uh, I, I almost wasn't able to put out this episode, but but I did because I, I, I promised you guys that it was going to only be two weeks between episodes. And so I'm here and I'm doing it. Um, okay. So yeah, like I said before, things are just a little crazy and busy right now, but, um, yeah, we're here, we're doing it. Uh, let's see, what have I been up to? Uh, not much, just, uh, keeping busy. Um, nothing fun to report. I don't think actually that's a lie. I do have something to report back on. Um, let me look at my notes cause I write notes. I come prepared sometimes. Um, all right. So. There's a, okay, so there's one thing that, okay, <laughs> bear with me a little bit. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to say, which is, I, I, at this point, you guys all know that uh, Warner Brothers slash DCEU have announced that they're doing a Joker Origins film and that it's not going to be part of main continuity or, or whatever they've set up. Like, what? What is happening? Show me on this Batmobile where you were touched, DCEU. Let's get to the bottom of all this schizophrenia you are projecting. Like Joker Origins film set in the 80s with no ties to the main continuity you are trying to force us to have faith in. I know this is a show of positivity, but enough is enough. (laughs) WB... Uh, DCEU, you have been a very bad child and you need to sit in the corner and think about your actions. <laughs> I, that is, I just don't know what's happening with you guys. I don't think anyone does. Um, typically, I, I don't get very frustrated, but it's like, what is happening? Like, you guys want us to believe in your universe and then, like, you go and pull this shit. Um, anyway, <laughs> enough of that. Um, I, okay. I, 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 you guys might hate me for this next part as well. Uh, so Iron Fist, uh, <laughs> I've been watching it. Okay. So I recently finished Luke Cage, which I thought was an okay show. Uh, I thought it was culturally important, but was pretty boring for the first half of the series and then went completely bananas for the second half. Though I gotta say, I did enjoy the bananas half more than the first half. I just, I can't stand Diamondback. I mean, for me personally, this is how I feel. Like, he was a failed villain. Um, And also, Mariah was poorly utilized. I'm not familiar with her comic book version, but um, what they did with her on the show, it just felt like it fell flat. Like, I don't know. It it wasn't my favorite. Um, the The show itself, I think, was okay. Like, for me... Um, I liked what it had to say and I liked what it portrayed and everything. I, like I said, I thought it was very culturally important. Uh, but the villains to me just felt a little blah. Like I didn't, I didn't care about what they were doing or anything. And maybe it's because I grew up in LA and I don't have that experience 
of growing up in Harlem and having that very strong culture be threatened and everything like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it was good. I enjoyed it for the most part, but um, I didn't love it. Anyway, I'm on to, on to Iron Fist and I don't love this. Don't get me wrong. But uh, anyway, uh, I finished that and I'm, con- I'm continuing on with Iron Fist and I don't hate it. It's kind of your like run of the mill story about a guy trying to do the right thing and fight evil. But so far, I don't find it boring or bad. I like the siblings, Ward and Joy. Yeah, Ward and Joy Meacham. I like them. I'm not done yet, but I hope they do something with Joy to make it kind of game changing. I'm not expecting it to because everyone hated it so much and they said that it was dumb. But uh, so far, she's been this back and forth character. She's trying to put business first, even if it means stepping on the disenfranchised, which she does with like a cold stare. But it's like it's still she still feels for them. It's interesting. I want her to end up being straight up bad, but I don't think that they'll do that. Her brother is cuckoo crazy head, which doesn't really annoy me. Um, I feel like it's a bit earned since he's been... Oh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it or if you care. <laughs> These are all spoilers. Uh, maybe. But uh, he's been dealing with hiding that his father is still alive and has to take orders from him. All his decisions for the company are actually his father's and people don't know that. So he tries doing things his way and they don't always go well. So even though his dad is dead to the world, he still has to deal with him being controlling. And the return of Danny kind of messes with him because his father's treating Danny the way he wants to be treated, whether it's like fake or not. He wants that kind of like, uh, I, I don't know, that that kind of um, attention or affection from his father that he just has never gotten and never will get. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. Um, also, I like Colleen Wing. I think she's a flawed character. Uh, she knows that she's being dishonorable by fighting for money, but also knows that she has a thirst for beating people up. So she quenches it by beating on people who are like there for the same reasons. You know, she, she's never portrayed as weak though. Like she's flawed, but she's not weak. Um, then we've got the return of Claire Temple, which give me more of her always. I love Rosario Dawson. I love her in this role. Um, and then, What I like about this, okay, so I'm actually watching Defenders and Iron Fist kind of at the same time, but I'm way ahead in Iron Fist than I am in the Defenders. Um, But what I like about this is that we see Danny changing throughout the series, which helps me understand him a little bit better in the Defenders. Uh, He kind of like starts off the series being hopeful for, you know, returning to his life. He understands that it's going to be difficult to get people from his past to believe uh, that it's him but he's still hopeful. But as he continues to see the corruption of the hand in his company and in New York, you see him become more and more hardened and angry, um, which which is, I guess, who he is more in The Defenders, or at least from what I've seen from the first two episodes of The Defenders. Uh, so I like his, his evolution so far uh, of his character. I don't know. A lot of people really hated it. Um, I I mean, that's my assessment for the show so far. I'm about halfway through, and I hope to finish by the next time another episode of this show goes out. 
Uh, like I said, I feel like people really hated the show and it feels like they hated it because they were told to hate it more than they were supposed to. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 not more than they were supposed to, but more than they actually did. I don't know if that's right. Um, I don't know if that's right or wrong. Uh, if you saw it, how did you feel about it? Uh, if you hated it, tell me why. I want to see that side of it so I can have some understanding because right now I don't. Um, I went to Facebook to ask about it and people have only told me that it's boring and that Danny is a bland character we've seen before. So it doesn't line up with all the hate that I saw when it was new. So I just want a little bit more of an understanding from people of like, but really why did you hate it? Um, like you saw it all the way through. Did you go into it hating it? Because I know there was that controversy about a white guy coming into play uh, this role where he's basically appropriating um, Asian culture, you know, by becoming the Kung Fu master or whatever fighting style he, he, he learns. I think it's Kung Fu. Um, and, and a lot of people didn't like that. It was another white guy doing this. I mean, how do I feel about it? I wasn't really like personally affected. I think like if they cast an Asian guy to do it or a black guy or a Mexican guy, like whoever, um, I thought, I think that would have been cool, but you know, they didn't, um, there are things happening now. I think that might help in changing that kind of casting. Um, I don't know. It feels like they try to like pull from the source material and just go with it. Uh, I'm not mad at it. You guys can be mad at me. I don't think that makes me racist <laughs> to not be mad about it, but, um, yeah. So if you hated it, if, if, if you hated it for reasons other than that it was a white guy cast in this role, like, let me know. Um, cause I do want to have that understanding. I do, uh, appreciate when you guys talk to me about this stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's like news <laughs> that I have so far. Um, now we can go into the recap. Okay. So I, I haven't had a lot of reading time, um, unfortunately, but I do, I, I picked up, um, all new Wolverine generations. Uh, this is the single issue where they, they right now are releasing like one or two a week, um, for a few weeks. And it's where the, the new character, uh, meets the legacy character in what I'm guessing is like a time travel thing situation happening because I've only actually read the Phoenix generations and then this all new Wolverine. I do want to read Iron Man. Um, don't really care about Hawkeye and I don't really care about, uh, Thor that much. Um, they're cool, but I don't really care to read them. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. They have already released theirs, but, uh, yeah. So, so far with Phoenix and Wolverine, there seems to be some kind of like time traveling thing going on. And that's why they're able to like meet up with their, their legacy character. So anyway, let's get into it. This is the all-new Wolverine slash Wolverine Generations issue, subtitled The Best, <laughs> I guess. Um, all right, so this is written by Tom Taylor. Art is by Ramon Rosanas. Colors by Nolan Woodard. And letters by VCs Corey Petit. So we open up on Logan, Wolverine, fighting the Hand. The Hand is like the undead ninja guys that are, you know, going around the Netflix universe right now. Um... He gets stabbed by those chain things, like harpoons, but smaller. <laughs> the ninjas are dragging him away, and then we hear a snicked that he does not make. And uh, it's Laura, X-23, Wolverine. 
she starts attacking the hand and Wolverine is having an internal monologue about uh, male Wolverine is having an internal monologue about how she moves like nothing he's ever seen before. He says her fighting style is surgical, that she doesn't waste any cuts and it's scary to him. Um, and he ends up fighting with her. She's able to rip some cloth off of a ninja and she says that they can track him down or sorry, track down Akiko um, with it. So Akiko is Logan's like adopted ish daughter. I don't really have much knowledge of Logan, but she's this young girl who's important to him. And I think that she's this kind of like adopted daughter type thing. (laughs) So Logan starts questioning um, Laura and she doesn't really want to reveal anything to him. She knows that she has somehow gone back in time. Uh, So she's like very hesitant to say anything. They exchange names and move on. So they show up in a warehouse and it's filled with explosives. Someone throws a bomb in there and it explodes. Logan jumps to protect Laura and he's like burnt to a crisp. Uh, They sense someone is coming and they grab him. This guy confesses that they kidnapped Akiko, but they didn't want any of the trouble that they're receiving right now that like basically they were hired to do this thing and that it was supposed to be very simple. So he tells Laura and Logan where Akiko is, where the hand is taking her. So they head to the airport dressed all in black. Uh, Logan makes this sexist remark about how there was a dress in the trunk and Laura bites back that he would have looked great in it and the heels would have accentuated his calves. Fun times. Um, So I'm glad that she came back with that. Thank you, Tom Taylor. Um, So they start tracking Akiko and have to run through security. They get chased and end up smashing through a window and landing on the tarmac. There's a few panels of them running up to the plane and it's taken off and they have to like jump onto it and it's all action or whatever. (laughs) So that happens. Then uh, they end up on the plane. They can sense that the hand is still handling the whole situation. And Laura wonders why nobody has given them a call on their cells to to call off the kidnapping. And Logan's like, what's a cell phone? And Laura's like, "Uh, never mind. This is the best. So uh, they get into the cabin and discover that Sabretooth is there. He takes Akiko to an open door and basically threatens to kill her. And Laura's like, no, thank you. Not today, Satan. Uh, she cuts off Sabretooth's hand and then, like, pushes him out of the plane, but she falls along with him. And they are far up at this point. I mean, not, like, super far up, but they're in a plane, you know, taking off. So they're far up at this point. And um, they 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 have a very rough landing, to say the least. Uh, Logan has the pilot turn the plane around. And on the ground, Sabretooth gets up and says he's going to kill Laura. And she's just laughs because Logan has also jumped out of the plane at this point and is about to land on Sabretooth. After Sabretooth stabs him a few times, uh, uh, sorry, after Logan stabs Sabretooth a few times, he falls to the ground and uh, this is Sabretooth. He asks Laura like where she came from and she straight up kicks him in the neck and like releases her, her foot claw and stabs him right through his neck. And Logan uh, is noticing just like how much like him she is. And he's, you know, piecing everything together. Um, Now we go to the next page and it's nighttime and Logan is dropping off Akiko to her foster mother's home. He's saying that he can't stay with her because trouble always finds him. And that means that she won't be safe anywhere he's at. So 
you know, he he has to say goodbye to her. Laura is still there and she tells him that Akiko is safer with him there. She tells him that he can't just show up and care when Akiko's in danger. She tells him that he needs to make more of an effort, that he's allowed to be happy. And he apologizes to her and he says sorry for her, however he screwed up her life and says, this is a quote from the book, I can see the truth, not just the claws in the costume. You smell like me and I haven't seen my mother's eyes in a long time. And he asks if she wants to stay and have dinner with them. But at this moment, she begins to fade away. He like reaches out to her hand and it's fading away and they embrace each other and she tells him that she misses him and he responds, it's okay. I can't wait to meet you, Laura. And she says, goodbye, dad. Uh... <laughs> and that, <laughs> okay. So I read this twice because I needed to to remember what was going on in it um, for the recap, uh, which I usually do for the issues that I recap. Um, and both times I got very, very teary eyed that, oh, it, oh, it's so emotional because she's crying and hugging him. And this is kind of like the dad that she like knew, but didn't know he like, you know, he was gone too soon. She, she still wanted to know so much more about him and everything. And, and she kind of gets to have a moment back with him as she, you know, goes back in time. And, and just as she's able to, like, sit down with him and, and really talk and, you know, have a nice dinner, have just like a normal father-daughter, you know, talk, dinner situation. She has to go like she starts fading away. Ah! <laughs> it's like so emotional for me. Um, so anyway, the issue ends with him saying... I'm never going to be father of the year. I'm the best there is at what I do, but I can try to be better at this. And he walks back into the house to go sit with Akiko. Um, I, <laughs> I, I may sound like I'm overreacting to this, but pick up this issue if you like, you know, X-Men in general. But if you like Wolverine, if you like Laura, like this is a, like, I don't know. For me, it's an issue to have. Um, I, I don't know if there are any better issues than that than this out there, you know, for Wolverine and, and Laura together or whatever. You know, I'm I'm still pretty brand new to to reading continuously and reading a bunch of comic books. So I don't know uh if there are any stories like this that they've already gone through, but uh this was my first one for them and holy, holy moly, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I really enjoyed it and it 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 made me feel it made me feel. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh the generations issue of all new Wolverine and Wolverine. Ooh, okay. Let's let's pick ourselves up after that one. Um all right, so you guys, I have this week with me. We're going to get on to the interview now. I have this week with me Ryan Eliopoulos. He is a co-host of the Fake Nerd Podcast. I've talked about them in the past. Uh, I recommended them, and I still think you should go listen to them. But, you know, continue listening to me because because I had you first. No, um, I'm kidding. <laughs> but anyway, Brian Eliopoulos is here. He's here to talk about Dr. Doom. Yay! So we had Megan here on episode number four talking about uh, Mr. Fantastic. And now we get to hear a little bit of Dr. Doom's side of things. Um, 
Ryan, I'm going to warn you now, Ryan is quick. Like he, <laughs> his brain goes a mile a minute and, and he's quick. And by the end of it, I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I was so filled with information and I was just blank. Like I had no idea what to say next or what to ask next. next and I was like, that's it. <laughs> so once you hear it, you'll understand. Uh, but he's a great guy. Uh, I enjoyed having him on. It's a good time. It's a good listen. So here is Ryan Eliopoulos with Dr. Doom. Okay, cool. So we, we're here. We're started. Awesome. Ryan, welcome to my show. Hello. Yay. Thank this you for is, having me. You're, thank you for being here. Oh, um, audience, this is Ryan Iliopoulos from the Fake Nerds podcast. Um, yeah. And, and I stole him away for a day. So we can. I came here willingly. Uh, well, I was not kidnapped, <laughs> despite so, the reports. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so anyway, you're here to talk about Dr. Doom. Hell yeah. Um, he is most notoriously known as the Fantastic Four villain. Yes, primarily. Um, but he kind of terrorizes everyone. He does. <laughs> and, and the thing what's, what's I love about Dr. Doom is uh, he is normally represented as just being a bad guy, but he is really one of the most fleshed out three-dimensional characters in the Marvel Universe. Really? And while he is throughout the 60s, 70s, and 80s, he's just like a violent dictator, he's actually right now, he's Iron Man in the comics. Right. He's a superhero. Mm -hmm. In his own way, he's kind of always been a superhero. Just he's done things really, really bad. Uh -huh. <laughs> he's he he's the leader of of a, a fictitious country, Latveria. Mm -hmm. uh, he was born uh, he was born a, a traveling gypsy, like a poor gypsy. Oh, uh, in this fictional Eastern Bloc country of Latveria. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he that's a place where it's not it's not a good place. It's a very <laughs> it's a very uh, third world kind of country. You know, a lot of roaming gypsies, mm -hmm. a lot of gypsy bands. And uh, uh, Doom is is born. Uh, to Cynthia Von Doom, who is uh, a witch, who, okay. who practices witchcraft, right? Mm -hmm. And people, not a lot of people like witchcraft. In Salem's Lot, they dealt with some of that stuff. They don't like it now still, right? <laughs> no, no witch is allowed. Okay. <laughs> so, so another reason they don't like it is because she sacrificed all the children in the village. Oh, to all of them. All of them. So, so all the firstborns are dead. For what reason? Uh, because she wants to overthrow the, uh, the dictator that currently lives there. And he's like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell my soul to, to the Satan. To Mephisto, <laughs> who is the Satan of the Marvel Universe. All right, I'm gonna. You want all these babies, Mephisto? Sure, I'll give you my soul. Make sure this country's great. It, it didn't work out for her. Uh, the, the villagers were like, "Oh, my my child's dead. That's not cool. That's not cool." Sorry, Cynthia. So so they kill her. Uh huh. Uh, so Doctor Doom is since birth, he's had a bad life, right? Okay. It doesn't help that he's one of the smartest people on the planet since birth. So. Okay, let let's touch that a little bit. Yes. Um, I'm not the smart thing, but the thing yes. right before that. Yeah. How old was he when his mother was killed? He was uh four years old, probably. Okay, so he didn't really know her. He here's the thing with Doctor Doom. Uh, in one of the, <laughs> in one of the books, he said that he's had consciousness and sentience since she, he was in the womb. Oh. He remembers being born. And is do you think that's true or do you think it's it depends just him? on who the writer is. it really depends on who the writer is and uh -huh. how how ridiculous you want to make dr doom because mm -hmm. they definitely put him uh past like like the most shakespearean drama nonsense ever like uh -huh. some some people write him where he doesn't actually have scars on his face he just wears it to intimidate people mm. i like the version where he's actually scarred because that's an awesome backstory mm -hmm. and we'll get into later we'll get into yeah, that yeah okay so we're are, are okay so are you just going to take the assumption that, yes, he did have sentience in the womb? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Uh, the specific comic that I'm referencing <laughs> is Books of Doom, which came out in like the mid-2000s. And mm -hmm. that's like 
like the 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 best chronicling of his origin uh and i'm pretty sure it's canon mm-hmm. uh so you can take it if you want there's there's <laughs> been a lot of stories you know uh-huh. from, he's been around for a long time but uh there's a great panel of of a little little infant baby Doctor Doom in the womb saying, "I remember all of this," and I'm like, "Hey, I, I believe him. I, I'll believe the guy." And, and that's not due to any kind of like powers he has or anything like that. No, it's just like like in the Marvel universe, some people are just born geniuses. You know, mm. Tony Stark, uh, Reed Richards, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's go back then. Um, well, I guess we're in the back, but yeah, back we'll back. we'll 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 continue from there. So his mother is killed. What yes. happens to him? Where does he go? So he he remains in Liberia. Uh, uh, just being a regular kid up until uh, being a teenager, uh, and that's when uh, his emotions get the better of him. He starts turning into the people, the person that we know now. Uh, really, what it was is he falls in love with a lady named uh, Valeria, mm-hmm. and Valeria is is this uh, uh, this lady who is the representation of everything that's that's right about the world. Like Doctor Doom is a very cynical person. He views the world like it's wrong. I need to fix it. But this is the one thing that's right in the world. Mm-hmm. It's his like who's like a. Who's like a? Uh, uh, I can't think of an example. <laughs> it's 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 the one. Have you seen a Daredevil Kingpin? Uh, the Marvels Daredevil on Netflix. Yes. It's it's the Vanessa character Kingpin. It's the one who grounds okay. him as a character. I mean, but she's not all that good. But okay. She's not all that good. No, she's very. She's, she's not good at all. But uh, uh, that's like while he's in Liberia, that's like the one thing that's keeping him sane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, while he's having the love of his life. Uh, his father. So they're uh, actually together. They're together, yeah. Okay. And he's a teenager, and and everything's pretty kosher, pretty pretty good. Uh, so Victor's dad, who's still alive, he's a doctor, and uh, the Baron of Liberia has a, a wife who's dying of cancer. So the Baron's like, "Yo, uh, Doctor Doctor Doom, uh-huh. Doctor Doom, <laughs> fuck, that's funny, right? Doctor Doom, I need you to save my wife." And he's like, "All right, cool." And he does the best, and the wife still dies, mm-hmm. and the Baron blames uh, the father. Mm. Uh, so uh, Father Doom and Victor are uh, Victor's like. Dad, what's going on? Victor, we need to run. I'm going to get killed. You're going to get killed. They think I killed his wife. So they go run into the woods. Uh, the, the rebels, or the rebels, the, the Baron's men <laughs> uh-huh. find uh, uh, Doom's father, and they kill him. Wow. Uh, Doom, Doom sees this, and he's like, you guys have no idea what you've just done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come back, and you better pray all of you are dead, because I'm going to do things to this country and to your families for what you've done to me that you, you'll remember, remember. Remember, and he runs away. And he's a teenager at he's this a point? Teenager. Okay. And he ends up in America. Mm-hmm. This is where he meets his best friend, Reed Richards. <laughs> his best friend. See, Dr. Doom's a crazy guy. Uh, <laughs> but he's still one of the most uh, brilliant people on the planet. And somehow he works his way into Empire University working with Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't know how. Uh, he's, uh, he's tried to kill some people as a teenager. He's known for being kind of a bad guy. Uh, mm-hmm. But somehow he's still allowed into this university. It was also in the sixties and seventies, so, so it's a lot easier, probably. So less the people, technology. So, so people in America already know who he is. They don't or? know who he is, but like if this took place in twenty seventeen, they you probably would know that. Just, <laughs> like, oh, okay. we have a, you have a rap sheet, Victor. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but he's brilliant and whatever. So like, uh, it's also comics. So like, they just it was the seventies. They just let it fly by. Don't think so much about the dark stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so what happens to Valeria? Valeria uh, is just uh, they they break up. They after Victor or they don't break up. They just they just stop seeing each other because after Victor's father died and he just went into his uh, emotional rage. Oh, I didn't mention. So uh, Victor actually uh, he he strangles one uh, one of the Baron's men. Uh, that's one of the reasons he escapes the country. Okay, and it's the first time he kills someone, and it's it, this is the point where uh, his humanity his humanity kind of escapes. 
because he says as he was strangling him and he saw the the life leave his body he didn't see any change he still saw the same person mm. so that means he's just he's ready and willing to kill someone and it's not a problem that's how he becomes a supervillain. okay so he loses both of his family members uh and he he runs away from his girlfriend who was always supportive mm-hmm. so he, he's kind of his own worst enemy he mm. has someone there but he still runs to america to to go to university and try to uh, uh, better his life before he can return to Latveria and conquer it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and that's his plan the whole time. Yes. So uh, he's he's at university. And so Dr. Doom's plan throughout all of history is to get his mother back. That's been his plan from the get-go. So he's never been smart enough. Do- he's never been strong enough. Uh, Everything he's ever worked towards. When you say get her back, back yes is this um okay so she's dead 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 or is she her 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 soul was was so she was murdered but she sold her soul to mephisto Mm -hmm. so her so even though she physically died her soul is in hell okay and dr doom being uh and he knows this somehow he does because he he, after uh there's a lot i'm not (laughs) there's a lot it's hard to keep track man so he the thing about dr doom is he's also brilliant technically but also he is a sorcerer he learned how to be a sorcerer after his mother died, and he she learned how to do little things here and there, mm-hmm. uh, because he figured the best way to get mother back was not just through magic, not through science, but a combination of both. So he tinkers with magic and science at the same time, which is okay. something I probably should have said at the beginning. No, that's he's why. like Doctor Strange and Iron Man, but like a weird Eastern Bloc version of both at the same time. Okay. Yeah. He's he's uh, yeah. I okay. So I do know that at some point. And I don't know where this happens, but yes. he does team up with Doctor Strange to yes. to accomplish his goal yes. of getting his mother back. Are we going too far ahead, or should we? No, that that happened. That happened relative. That happened like in the eighties and stuff. Okay, yeah, that's like that's our uh, that's like the oath and stuff. That's uh, I think that's Brian K. Vaughan stuff actually. I think so. That's some good stuff. I didn't stuff. realize he was writing since th- the eighties. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. Actually, there's a lot of stuff I don't remember to be honest. <laughs> Man, trying to go through all the Doctor Doom comics that I have and on the internet, it was. Trying to remember all of its heart, so I apologize. No, like it's, it's fine. If I get something wrong. You are doing a great job so awesome, far. Yeah. Thank you. So, so uh, at a young age, Victor starts uh, uh, meddling in witchcraft and stuff, and he discovers that Mephisto, who is the uh, uh, Marvel Satan, basically has his mother's soul, and he's like, uh, "Sorry, bro, nothing you can do about it." He's like, "Oh, Satan, one day." <laughs> uh, so he goes to university, and he starts partnering with Reed Richards, and uh, he's getting smarter and smarter, and uh, he eventually builds a machine that can take him to the underworld, mm-hmm. right? And he's like 20, 21 years old, like this hotshot. Uh, and he's like, all right, I finally have enough power. I'm smart enough. Uh, I, I can do some cool witch stuff. Uh, I know how to build cool science stuff. Let's combine it into this weird time-traveling dimensional machine. And he eventually makes his way to hell. He mm-hmm. gets there, and he gets his ass kicked real bad. Okay. Really, really bad. And that's how his face gets burned. Mephisto burns the hell out of him. He sends him to Earth going, you had no chance. I can't believe you thought you had a chance, bro. <laughs> and it's really sad. It's really sad because Dr. Doom's been building his entire life up to this moment. Uh-huh. And he's like, with, you know, I had no, uh, I had no uh, uh, resources in Latveria. Uh, I have all these stupid Americans helping me out. They don't know it. I think I can finally do it. And it turns out I fail completely. Mm-hmm. And he has to reevaluate everything. And he's like, man... Maybe if I'm just like a super villain and I just get people to do things for me, they'll get it back. And then that's how he becomes Fantastic Four's greatest enemy. <laughs> okay. Wait, so he you can't had just So this this fight against Mephisto was the like defining factor for him to like just be a villain. Well, not well, not so much a villain, just like he tried to do things the right way, going through a university, going not being a bad guy, not mm-hmm. not he he once he killed someone before and he had to run away from it. He didn't want to have to do any of that again. Uh, but after he failed so completely, he's like, I have no other choice than than to to do this the wrong way. 
Hmm. Uh, and he he is a he is a bad guy. He so he, he recognizes was, that what he's doing is not good. Yeah, and it's always about for him like like the villain never knows he's a villain, right? He always thinks he's the hero of his own story. Mm-hmm. Um, everything he's ever done, it's it's for the it's for to save someone from hell. He's trying to save his mother. Everything he's ever done uh, for Latveria, even though he's a dictator, he's done it because he loves those people so much. Mm-hmm. But it, it, he just goes about it in the worst possible ways. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, what what happens to him after he goes to Mephisto and like what specifically about his mother let's go with that question first what specifically about his mother other than just being his mother has him so fixated on getting her back uh because his mother was one of the only people who was a much like Valeria was a rock in his life Mm -hmm. and um and uh in, in in the world that he lived in it was it was like a third world country and and they were impoverished and he saw that his mother can do these amazing things okay. not knowing that it was he was she was killing children and stuff but uh he thinks of her as just like as like a superhero mm-hmm. and she's oh. like and she and also it is his mom and when you lose someone at that young of age and like that is your rock like that has a found a strong impact on you mm-hmm. which is something that's truly amazing because right now in the comic books his mother's alive and is a bad guy and they're fighting each other and oh it's, and it's sad and it's 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 heartbreaking wow because victor did all of this his entire life of being dr doom was, was to save his mother and then she comes back and is like oh you've disappointed me i never wanted you to do that <laughs> yeah so it's like no matter what he does he can't win uh-huh yeah man okay uh and he just didn't have that connection with his father or is it well, that his, he can't get him back he doesn't have the same connection now okay no uh, I think that's just uh, uh, the writer's choice, just because like the mother was like the more interesting figure, yeah. and it's not that he didn't love his father, but like his his father was a regular guy, and he he fought for him, and he died, and he he likes him, he loves him, but uh, his mom is that real connection. Okay, yeah. Um. So after this fight with Mephisto, what what is he doing? Where is he at? So uh, he uh, this is actually where it gets kind of Doctor Strangey because uh, he realizes he's not good enough uh, with sorcery, and he's he's his. Uh, Intellect with with science and stuff is great, but he's clear that's not enough anymore. Mm -hmm. So he goes to Tibet to try to learn Sorcerer Supreme stuff. He goes to Tibet and he tries to learn as much magic as he can, and they kick him out because he's a bad guy. Uh-huh. Uh, but he he uh, he learns enough before they're like, "Hey, maybe you you shouldn't be doing this." Kind of like, uh, <laughs> did you see the Doctor Strange movie? Yeah. Kind of like uh, like Khaleesi's or whatever that guy's name is. Khaleesi. What's it? No, Khaleesius. What's his name? The bad guy with with Kephius. Khaleesius. I keep going to that one. I don't know. I don't know. The guy with the crazy eyes. Mad. Yes. Yes. Oh man, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> what were we talking about? I love um, basically uh, oh, what he was Tibet. doing. So he went to Tibet to yes. learn some magic to become better. Yes. Yeah, so uh, he he uh, goes to Tibet. He learns a little bit of stuff. They say you're probably not the good guy that you say you are. Mm-hmm. So uh, he uh, goes back to Latveria, and he's like, "All right, guys." Crack my knuckles. <laughs> Let's do this. He, I, audience, uh, I hope you heard him yeah. crack his knuckles. He. Uh, <laughs> So he goes to Latveria and he slowly builds builds a revolution. He he walks around the town and he's and he and he's like, "What's going on, guys? Who needs help? Why do you need help?" And he's trying to be a good leader. He's trying, he's not a leader. He's trying to be a good person. He's trying to because uh, the Baron's still there. All the bad men are still there from from years ago when he was a child. And he's come back and he's like, "All right, this is the time. I I can't bring my mother back, but I can save this country. Mm-hmm. I can make this country what it needs to be, what it should be." Uh, and it's, and he's very patriotic in that way. And uh, even though he was a poor gypsy traveling around and no one ever, uh, like the government never helped him, like he has a strong uh, love for his country because the people are, are the best part of that country. Mm-hmm. Uh, has like a strong uh, uh, culture and stuff like that. A fake, a fake culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, 
he basically he has this war like this war in Latveria against against uh the baron and he wins and he's crowned they and like it's like this huge like glorious thing and he's like he's like all right so i don't got my mom that's fine but the country that i was born in that has been impoverished i've saved it i've he's 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 kind of like a hitler you know how hitler promised uh-huh. it's kind of like that's that. what i was thinking a little okay. hitlerish <laughs> uh, uh not nearly as as a uh, killy i'll mm-hmm. say couple million less than the no, that's maybe. genocidal yes uh although although dr doom has killed lots of people i'm, okay. not, gonna, I'm not gonna defend him from the 60s and 80s he's <laughs> straight up bad guy okay uh it's, it's a little more uh ambiguous now so he goes back to latveria to yes. basically take over where is valeria valeria is there and she sees the person that he's become and she does not like it and it breaks his heart Mm. yeah so so now uh he's back and he's like yo girl what's up <laughs> i did it and he's like oh you're a you're a monster <laughs> like yeah you saved latveria but you killed all those people and you strangled the baron with your bare hands and he's like yeah but girl come on girl. <laughs> and she's just like nah son get out and uh that uh and i i don't actually i don't remember what happens to her i think i wrote it down but uh they they don't end up together Okay. That's all I remember. I think I would have wrote down at the end of the game. They definitely don't. <laughs> Does she die or something? Like, I, I feel like he can't remember. let her live. <laughs> she rejected him. <laughs> see, I don't think so. I don't remember. I didn't write it down, so I don't think it was of super importance. Okay. <laughs> but, I, but the important thing was that, that after his victory in Latveria, uh, she rejected him, basically. Mm-hmm. So it was like what was, there was no victory almost. So mm-hmm. it, uh, he's, he's emotionless. He doesn't have his girl. Uh, now he's just running this country. And uh-huh. he's like, okay. Now let's be in comic books. Let's start the Fantastic Four. <laughs> so Fantastic Four number five. <laughs> Wait a minute. So here's the thing. Doctor Doom. No, I know. Doctor Doom, uh, his first appearance was in 1962, but everything I just talked about is all relatively new continuity. Okay. The first appearance of Doctor Doom, they send a fant- he sends a Fantastic Four back in time to steal Blackbeard's uh, treasure. That's Doctor Doom's first appearance. <laughs> He's, 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 he's like, I built the most elaborate time machine and I want you to go steal Blackbeard's treasure. Do you want to know something ridiculous? More than that, go ahead. Okay, um, so I didn't know this because okay. I always thought that he was a fantasy mm-hmm. created by whoever, but Blackbeard is real. Yeah. Was real. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> is it really for real? I never knew he was real. Yeah. I just always assumed he was some kind of like fantasy. Sorry to derail. That, no, he but. sounds like. <laughs> see, it's a thing like Blackbeard's like too cool, not like to be real, but it's like a true story. Though. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, uh, the thing ended up uh, uh, parading around as Blackbeard, and he wanted to stay back in time and be a pirate. The thing, the from thing. DC. Yeah, Ben. DC. No, no, Ben Grimm. Oh, the Fantastic the Four. Thing. The thing. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, I want to be a pirate. And Reed and Sue are like, No, go come home, Ben. You're stupid. Come on. Uh, he had like a fake beard and everything. It was oh great. Oh my god! Yeah, imagine like a rock man with a giant beard. Yeah, the he 60s. just like put a beard. Yeah, on and like his face. and like pirate gear on. He has like a swashbuckling sword. I'm like, man, the sixties were silly. <laughs> it was a different time. Okay, so yeah. back to Doctor Doom. Yeah. Uh, so what does he 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 sends the the Fantastic Four back? Yes. That's like, <laughs> why I, did, why does he do that? Why does he hate them? Uh, he hates Reed because he has a long. I don't know if you remember. Uh, you had somebody on talking about Reed Richards before, mm-hmm. and uh, they've had they were uh, frenemies since since college. Right. Uh, and uh, the continuity back in the sixties that wasn't established quite yet. Okay. So he's just like, I'm Doctor Doom. What's up? I'm evil. You guys are heroes. Let's fight. Uh-huh. Uh Then it's later established like, oh, they went to college and they have this history and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is that stuff's really. 
Really gross and cool too, because man, <laughs> because no, he just wants Sue. He he loves Sue Storm so much sometimes, and uh-huh. and he's like, I'm just gonna kill all of you because she won't be with me. And I'm like, relax, dog. <laughs> well, he got rejected from Valeria too. Yeah, he's got. And, oh man, he can't, he can't do, you, get a break. do you know what Sue Storm's daughter's name I is? I do, and and that's what's been in the back of my mind this whole yes. time. <laughs> so so uh, the the Fantastic Four they have children, Franklin and, and Valeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the '90s, um, Sue Storm had a had a like cosmic problem with her belly, with her birth. <laughs> like it's it's super crazy stuff. Like they were like in some dimension, and like the baby that she had, like uh, there was like a full grown Valeria, and like she receded back in the womb form, and she couldn't be born normally. So they had to get Doctor Doom to come help them for some reason. <laughs> it's comic books, I don't know. Uh-huh. But uh, Doctor Doom's like, cool, I'll help you birth this baby, but under one condition, I get to name it. Oh, geez. And he's like, I'm gonna name that after Valeria. So creepy. I'm, I'm gonna name it after Valeria, but my girl, my baby girl. <laughs> I'm like, Doom, you're so gross, dude. <laughs> that yeah. Is creepy. Oh, I lied. I know what happened. To, I know what happened to Valeria. Oh, dude. Not only is it the worst thing possible. Uh-huh. Okay. So, what year was this? This is in 2003 that this happened. So, Doom, uh, he is always on the verge of wanting more power, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, he he kidnaps Valeria, the his ex-lover, mm-hmm. who's no longer his lover, and he skins her down to her bones. Oh, God. <laughs> and he sacrifices her to, to a trio of demons to, to gain enough power, and then they put the Fantastic Four in a magic prison. And he's like, Reed, I am your superior in both magic and science. This is a magic cell. If you can get out of this magic cell, you're my better, but I know you can't. So, Reed's like, Shit, what am I gonna do? Uh-huh. Hey, Doctor Strange! And then he astral planes in, what's up, Reed? No joke. It's that it's not that jokey, but he astral planes in, like, what's up, bro? You need help? And he's like, Yeah, can you teach me basic magic? And in, in like two panels, because Reed is so freaking smart, he's like, Yeah, here's some basic stuff. And Reed gets him out of there. And Doom's like, damn it, man. Come on, man. But does that count? No. <laughs> it doesn't, but but you know, it's that comic. Can't count you know, for besting Doctor Doom. They only have a couple more pages. This comic's gotta end. Yeah. Call in Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, but uh he kills Valeria and sacrifices her body. That's too. fucking creepy. Okay. Oh totally. Okay, we can swear. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes, we can go right around. You can definitely swear. Yeah. It's my so, podcast. Uh, <laughs> Doom, I would say the last the last ten years of Doom is the best stuff for Doom. It's where he's he's explored the most as an actual character with with uh with good sides and bad sides. Mm-hmm. But uh in 2006, which is Mark Miller's Fantastic Four run, um Doctor Doom uh is obliterated by by the Marquis of Death who is like this ancient evil that's come to earth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh in Doctor Doom his, this is quote for quote, his hate is so strong that he reformed all of his molecules. Because he hated this guy so much. He hates the Fantastic Four so much that he couldn't be dead yet. He, he couldn't, the universe wouldn't allow it. So <laughs> in his hatred, he reformed his body and he spent eons reforming his body until the moment that the Fantastic Four fighting this Marquis of Death, he appears and kills him. And like, what's up? You thought you killed me? <laughs> like he threw him like 50 million years into the past and Dr. Dream was regenerating all this time. And it's just like, comics are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's super weird and funny, and and depending on who's writing him, Doctor Doom is like the worst person or like the most like charismatic like uh, uh, anti-hero. It it really depends. Uh huh. Like right, like I said, right now he's Iron Man. It's we, it's it's. I like it a lot. It's weird. Yeah. He's turned a new leaf. He was God, and he failed to being God, and now he's a superhero. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what brings him into the uh, what do they call him Illuminati? Like, what is the Illuminati? Are they oh. like just smart people and that's it are so they... the illuminati uh it is it's black bolt captain america doctor strange uh uh professor xavier beast 
uh, uh, Namor, Black Panther, uh, depending who's writing it. But they are basically like the super Avengers. Or like, so the Avengers protect the world; mm-hmm. they protect the cosmos. They do. They are like the the team that like you never should have to call. Mm-hmm. Like they're there for the so so better than the Ultimates. They they are the they're kind of like the Ultimates bef- uh, uh, of now. They're like the, yeah okay, basically. but um. They're they're the ones who make the choices. Like, all right, if two universes are about to collide, uh, uh, do we destroy that other universe? And that's their decision. Wow, it's a it's a tough decision to make. And that's what my favorite Avengers run from a couple years ago, Jonathan Hickman's Avengers, which leads into Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. It's all about reality is closing in on itself. The billions of multiverses are colliding into each other, and every time one collides with Earth, the Illuminati have to destroy another universe. Mm-hmm. So they're killing billions and trillions of people every time, and that the toll that that has on the Avengers is is crippling. And like, and, and Doctor Doom. Is, how how uh during this whole cosmic events thing? Well, yeah. not just the event, but like the 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 formation of the Illuminati and all that. Like, yeah. while they're being the Illuminati, how how much of that is known at the time? None. They are they are in secret. And not only are they in secret, but Steve Rogers opposes them destroying universes. He says there's got to be another way, and everyone realizes there isn't. Mm-hmm. There's no other way. So they they erase his memory. Oh, Jesus. And then he finds out, and then he goes after them. Wow. Yeah, and then and then the Illuminati become like uh they become like wanted basically they mm-hmm. become like uh uh like uh what's the word like fugitives fugitives, or, okay. they fugitives yeah uh the Illuminati is like it, it's they're the ones who sent the Hulk into space. Oh the, the, yeah, Tony Stark and and Professor X and all them were like, yo Hulk, you're just too destructive. Mm-hmm. You gotta go. And then and then bad shit happens yeah so the illuminati is not always a good thing but in in the case of saving our world it's dr doom you can think it's not the illuminati dr doom saved the our universe and so how did okay so and dr doom is part of the illuminati though right he is not he's actually part of the cabal which is an evil version Uh, okay (laughs) so imagine all the evil smart people Uh they're the cabal so that's like loki and all them what did they do like what what's their purpose uh take over the world that's it basically yeah the, the, the cabal like dr doom uh kind of actually just like abandons them after a while because their 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 view is their view is way too small mm. dr doom is, is on a way higher scale and the more we get closer to 2017's dr doom the more powerful and the more uh grandiose and egotistical he becomes mm-hmm. because i don't know if you uh if you've read secret wars the the, the big event from yes. a couple years ago okay dr doom is literally god he, right he saved the marvel universe because he fought he he looked. He looked the monsters that are destroying the the world in the eyes, and he said, "Do you like who who fights me?" And he's like, "Doom fights you, bitch." <laughs> he literally stands like it's like a giant portal of of like of white light, and it's God saying, "Who dares stand in my way?" And it's, it's I, Doom, and he and he and Doctor Strange literally saved the multiverse by defeating these cosmic entities. And he's given the Doctor Strange didn't want the power. He says, "I Doom chose the power because I couldn't handle it. Mm. He's always wanted it." Dom, Dom, Dominic Toretto, <laughs> uh, Doom always wanted to be a leader. That's that's his that's been his dream, and he got to do it. And he's been God multiple times, uh, but this time he was God, and and he saved it, and he earned it, and uh, and that's why Doctor Strange respected that. Even though Doctor Doom was a bad guy, he's he's the one who saved us. He was the only one powerful enough, willing to do what needed to be done. Huh? It's crazy. It's really crazy. <laughs> I guess because I. I do and I don't still understand what Doctor Strange is because yeah I mean he's super smart yes I know that Doctor Doom or Strange uh, sorry not no. Doctor Doom no, is yeah, who yeah, I yeah. meant yeah. so he's super smart yeah. and then he's been working with magic and everything but like how did he get to the point where he was 
that powerful to... Just, just uh, dedication and time. Okay. Yeah. So just over time throughout the comics, he's just building and building and building Absolutely. his power. Yeah. Okay. So like like uh, the thing with Valeria, sacrifice of Valeria, that gives him power every time, uh, uh, all that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> power in the in the literal sense or power in like his inner power no like, this in, is, in a, li- in a literal my... sense okay. like like in 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 the marvel universe and like the dc stuff like demons and gods exist so like mm-hmm. you can sacrifice a demon you can in secret wars dr strange sells his soul to mephisto to give him ultimate power to fight the beyonders the ones who are destroying the universe mm. so like that those like demons and those entities exist in in the marvel universe right. so like he calls upon that because those are the power most powerful uh, uh forces at work Mm-hmm. Are are like the dark dimension and Dormammu and like all these like evil things. Like he has to harness. He does what he needs to do to be powerful. That changes how I feel about him. Um. <laughs> he's he's he, dude, he's super like his Jonathan Hickman in in his Avengers run really wrote wrote him as someone who should not be trifled with. And he knows he's done things in the past. Everyone's done things in the past, but like he he was trying to turn over a new leaf and trying to save this world that he that he condemned. And that's what that's what the uh, infamous Iron Man run is all about. He's like Tony Stark is dead. Uh, I couldn't save him, uh, but I can I can I can replace him. I can be. There, we need an Iron Man. Uh, I can be the person because I have the technology. I can be, be. I can be a better. I can be a superior Iron Man almost. Right. Um. I. I. I just. I don't. The. The. Just thinking about thinking about um Doctor Doom, doing all this horrible stuff to gain power kind of puts him on a whole nother level for me yes. of horrifying. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, totally. Um, Lex Luthor uh, was one of the greatest supervillains of all time. He's currently on the Justice League. Wow. Yeah. Dr. Doom is currently on the, Just- on the Justice League. Dr. Doom is currently an Avenger. Really? Yeah, it's dope. I'm he's, not reading he's hanging the out Avengers with Hercules. Run. Okay. Oh yeah, it's great. When did that did that happen after the Civil, Civil War II? II? Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I read up to Civil War II, yeah. and I was like, I no. Don't Tony care is in a is in a battle coma, <laughs> right. and whenever the writers decide to wake him up, <laughs> is when he'll stop being Iron Man. Uh-huh. I hope not, because I think he's awesome. I think he's hilarious. He. Oh, oh, Dr. Doom is hilarious yeah, as Iron Man. He's awesome because, okay. like, he's going around and he's beating up all these villains that he used to work with. Mm-hmm. And they're all going, what are you doing? I don't understand. He's like, shut <laughs> up. You're worthless. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, you don't get it. What? Okay, so after Secret Wars, okay, so he was God for a while. Yes. And um, all the universes kind of collided and yes. everything. And... Onto one planet, Battle World. So it's, right. it's all these realities, like little countries of every reality is on this giant planet. Mm-hmm. And they're all fighting each other like Game of Thrones. Right. And Dr. Doom is all God or whatever. Yes. Doom God, whatever yes. he calls himself. And eventually in the end... Uh, Reed beats his ass. Reed is because, able to beat him. Uh, so the Molecule Man is really the person who has all the power. He's the one holding this world together. Because mm-hmm. um, Molecule Man, there's one Molecule Man in every reality. Um, and he's the final one. So he's the one keeping... You, the the reality itself together, and he gave Doom the power to to help control it, right? Because he can't do it on his own. Uh huh. So, Reed and Doctor Doom are fighting, mm-hmm. and Reed is is laying into Doom like, "You always knew I was better than you. You you knew I was better than you. That's why you every time you try to fight and you want to take suit, you it's, you you were just so jealous of me." And Doom's like, "You're right." <laughs> he admitted like, "You are right, Reed. You are better than me. You would be a better god than me." And the Molecule Man hears this and he's like, "Oh, what?" Oh, yeah, Doom, you suck. Hey, Reed, be God. So now Reed's God in the Marvel Universe. Uh-huh. And Dr. Doom is just, uh, it's actually, it worked out for Dr. Doom very well. So Reed's God. He lo- Doom loses the fight, but he wins the war, okay? 
So uh, Reed fixes the universe. The Marvel Universe now is fine how it's supposed to be. But Reed's nice enough to put Doom back in Latveria with his face fully healed. Mm-hmm. And the final image of Secret Wars is Doctor Doom laughing, mm-hmm. looking out into the into across Latveria, because like who really won here? Right. He was God, and the world's back to normal, and he has everything, and he has his face. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it seems like he's the winner of this battle, you guys. I don't think so. Reed <laughs> now has all this responsibility of keeping the world together. Like Doctor Doom just gets to be Doctor Doom again, but he's not. He learned his lesson, and, that. <laughs> and now he's a hero. And now he's a hero. It's weird. <laughs> okay, because yeah, after Secret War. Yeah, after yeah. Secret Wars, yes. Which he was becomes like infamous, infamous Iron Man. Iron Man. I will become the Iron while Man. While Tony Stark is still running around as yeah. his own Iron Man. Well, he's in a battle coma, and he had. There's an artificial. Uh, well, Iron not, oh, oh, not re, yet. Re, 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 re right Williams. after, right after Secret Wars. Oh, Secret Wars. Sorry, Secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, oh yeah, it's all merging together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then so okay, so Doom now is. In Latveria, yep. after Secret Wars, as this new Iron Man. Uh, well, uh, right after um, Secret Wars, uh, Tony Stark is still Iron Man. But but uh, Tony Stark or uh, Doom started to appear in that Iron Man book. He was like a second character. They were hanging out all the oh. time. That's why, because Bendis is writing uh, Infamous Iron Man, and he okay. was writing Invincible Iron Man. He's the one who introduced Doom into this uh, scenario. Okay. Uh, and it was always weird, because Tony's like... Doom just showed up all the time and to help him out for no reason. And Tony was like getting mad. He's like, "What? You're a bad guy. What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm just trying to be a nice guy. I'm trying to turn a new leaf. Help me out, bro. You see, you obviously need help. I come, I save your ass every five minutes, mm-hmm. and he does because Tony's stupid sometimes. <laughs> uh, and then, and then Civil War II happens, and he's in a battle coma, and he's like, "We need an Iron Man, and uh, uh, I, I, I can do it. I can do it." And also, does another Iron Man, Riri Williams. Uh, right, and they and they are uh, they're cute. They butt heads. <laughs> they, they butt heads sometimes. Yeah, so you I got actually, Doctor Doom Iron Man. You got a fifteen year old Iron Man. Uh-huh. I do read the Riri yeah. run, and Doom, of, and Doom appears in there every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, so Doom is now in Latveria, and I know that there is kind of like a situation happening at the moment with the two of them, or at least with their two things, because Riri Iron Man is going to Latveria to yes. like. Fix something so that some villain has come So up. The, bear, there's there, there's a lady, um, like a countess or whatever, and she was a she was an ambassador to Laveria, but she was actually secretly uh, funneling weapons to to bad guys in America. Mm-hmm. So the Avengers took her out, and then she came back a supervillain and came to New York and bombed New York, and then she was defeated. Uh, apparently, she's now back in mm-hmm. Laveria trying to resurge it up, and then. Riri's like, oh, and then isn't Shield like, hey, hey, Iron Man, go take care of this. Yeah. And I'm like, are you, you guys? She's like, she's a fucking teenager. <laughs> yeah. This is an international incident. You're telling a teenager to go do this? Come on. Yeah. Like Shield, you're very irresponsible. <laughs> very irresponsible. That no, that is true. Sharon is crazy. Yeah, and, uh, and old. Uh, she is. Re- Did she just become old? It's it's a because... we- it's a weird thing where one of the writers decided, hey, she needs to be just a little bit older a couple years ago, and now that's just the thing. It's just. I mean, but she looks just, like really old though. She, she looks, looks like, like she's like. like 60 yeah i i i think that's just the thing i don't know and then like young cap is still like please be in love with me yeah well he's also like a nazi so (laughs) um okay so you you mentioned that uh doom's mother is now kind of back yes and how how so that's the thing we don't know it's still relatively early enough but um she's she is um working with the ultimate uh, Reed Richards, the maker. I don't know if you know who that character is. So the ultimate Fantastic Four 
from the Ultimate Universe. Yes. Um, that Reed Richards is straight up evil. Is 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 that the one that was in the Secret Wars with the helmet thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he's like he's like a little bit younger, uh, very douchey, uh, 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 evil Reed Richards. Okay. Uh, so he and Cynthia Von Doom are like banging and, and, and they have like, it's still relatively early. So I don't know what the plan is, but they're like, Oh, doom. Oh, we need to make sure doom does this. I'm like, Oh, whisper, whisper. <laughs> and, uh, the last issue had like doom crashing to earth. And then he goes to the fantastic four and like, yo, my mom's going to kill me. Help. And I'm like, Oh man, what's going to happen? <laughs> mom, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, so it's doom's life has had a, had a rough turn, man. Uh-huh. Rough turn. Yeah. Uh, I do know, okay, we didn't really talk about it, but when he did get Doctor Strange to help him yes. try to get his mother back, yes. that was not successful? No. Okay. No, it was not successful. Okay. Uh, um, I, I, uh, I don't have the specifics. I just know it definitely didn't work. He was never, he's never been able to successfully, successfully get her back. <laughs> yes. You did it. Did. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Did we leave anything out? A lot. A lot. Oh, dude, I have like pages of notes that I totally didn't talk about, but that's totally fine. Um, once a year, Doom can fight Mephisto for the soul of his mother. That's why he tries to get more powerful every year because he made a bet with Mephisto. Because Mephisto is so cocky. He's like, Doom, you get one day a year where you can try to beat my ass. Oh, my God. And you, it's never going to work. And it never works. It never works. Okay. Yeah. Do you think it could never work? Well, now that his mom's back at being an uh, evil bitch, I don't know. I don't think he wants to. <laughs> now that he knows the truth like, and it and was, it was super guy. it was super cute too because like at first like they were uh, uh he she was teaching him like new spells and like currently he, currently yeah okay. and so it's like adult dr doom is iron man learning these new spells from his his evil mom he doesn't know is evil and he's like oh mom this is so much fun <laughs> and uh and there's like a flashback to when like uh, she was doing witchcraft when he was a boy and she, and she wanted him to sacrifice a rabbit and doom couldn't do it and she's like oh victor i'm so disappointed in you uh, and it cuts back to now and and Victor's like, hey mom, this is much better than sacrificing rabbits, huh? And then and then he's like, right, mom, <laughs> mom, right, mom. And then and then she's like, actually, Victor. And then Evil Reed Richards comes out, and then oh, it's wow. like, oh, we're about to sacrifice Victor for something. And I'm like, mom, you bitch, come on. Wow. Yeah, okay. it hurt. It actually hurt me a little bit because I'm like, so what was the what was the point? And and maybe we don't know the answer, or no, you yeah. don't know the answer yet. But yeah. what was the point in her like coming back and? building quote-unquote this relationship with I him think, if she just wanted to sacrifice i think it him. was it was to get close enough so she can do all the necessary things to get him sacrificed because she couldn't just show up and then do the do the thing i think like more stuff has to happen i'm okay. also also it's not finished yet so i don't know yeah but uh uh that sucks that poor that poor baby that um, poor child not really is that kind of like a we didn't know about this rabbit situation until they revealed yes. okay yeah so like we yeah uh it's this is the first series uh, that's explored his mom being actually like a mean person from the start, oh. uh, which which for all we know could be true because like uh, we weren't there. Like we're just going off his memories and he sees his mom as like a saint. Right. So for all we know, she was a terribly crazy person this whole time. Does he either think or realize that her being this way when he was a child kind of shaped him to turn out the way I he did? I think in the future it's going to. Once all, once this conflict is ended and he like steps back from it and he's like, oh man, I my entire life was pointless because my mom. Oh. I, I feel like because like really <laughs> like so it is and like th- honestly, this is a dude who just wanted to get his mom back and he did it. He did a lot of really bad things to do it. Uh huh. And then it turns out she wasn't worth saving. Right. That's heartbreaking. And he was a bad person, but like it's it's fake. It's not real. So I can get emotional about it, right? And he's <laughs> trying to be a good person now. And like you know, obviously people can be bad in the past. And Doctor Doom killed lots and lots and lots of people. 
So uh, he's just, yeah. at, 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 currently he's just kind of like trying to redeem himself for everything that he's done. Does he yes. feel like he needs to redeem himself? I don't himself? think he... I, see, that's a thing, like, uh, I don't know if he feels he needs to. I think he just wants to. Like, he realizes, like, there's no point in, in doing things the way they used to do. He never got anything done. Mm-hmm. And nobody respected him. Now, at least, like, he's working with S.H.I.E.L.D. and, like, he's hey, he's an Avenger. Even though, like, uh, he doesn't get along with any Avengers and he calls them stupid all the time. It's, like, he understands. How do they react to him, though? Like, being this evil person that is all of a sudden now good. Uh, they're, uh, some of them are cool with it. Because, like, they understand, like, hey, man, like, we'll give you the chance because you seem to want it. And then others are like, are you guys fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, oh, so there, there's the wasp. There's the new wasp who is Nadia Pym, Hank mm-hmm. Pym's uh, uh, illegitimate daughter, right? Right. Uh, and she's, like, 18, and she's a scientist, and she loves Dr. Doom. Mm. She's like, Doom, you're so smart. How did you create a time travel machine? Did you really go to hell? Or did you really be the, did you really meet Dr. Strange? Like, she is so in love with him, and he's like, yeah, you're all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, shucks. Ah, uh, shucks. You're all right. Uh, so he's slowly uh, uh, losing his shell as a as a uh, as a person because he doesn't like people very much, mm-hmm. very at all. He's very he's very solitary. Okay. He has, he has a, he's an adopted son. Did you know that? I did not know. Yeah, that. Yeah, Kristoff. Uh, he's he runs Latveria while he's off being <laughs> doomed. That's it's like some just like some like during one of the battles, uh, like he just found some like orphan kid and he's like, "You will be my son." Oh, and I'm like, I, well, I don't have a choice, I guess. Oh wow, and yeah. they just stuck to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't. You don't have a. I mean, like, look how Batman. He has a bunch of orphans. Oh, it's allowed. Yeah, it's allowed. That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batman's not killing fools. Yeah, and they all have horrible lives. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. I I don't know what else to ask you about Doctor Doom. I feel like <sighs> he was a good guy for just a little bit. No. Not as Doctor Doom. He joined the Future Foundation after Johnny Storm died. The FF. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. So Johnny Storm died. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and there was this uh, during this huge invasion from Annihilus, which is a negative zone, which is trillions and trillions. It's like a wave, a swarm of evil bugs that just wipe out everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Johnny Storm died during that. So uh, Doctor Doom has a little bit of brain damage, and then uh, Valeria sees that he has brain damage. And he's like, uh, I'll, Valeria is like, I'll help you fix your brain damage, Mr. Doom, but you got to stop my dad because my dad's doing some real bad shit. Mm. And this is back when Reed Richards was dealing with the Council of Reeds and there's like thousands of evil Reeds, <laughs> crazy stuff. And Valeria's like, can you stop my dad? Can you be <laughs> Dr. Doom? Uh, can you join our team? And it's, and he's like, this is weird. Like, I'll uh, fix my brain and I'll help your dad, but like, this is weird. But then he, he gets this bond with Valeria. Like like this like uh like Wolverine has like a bond with like uh, Kitty Pride mm-hmm. and like all those people he has like a, like a relationship with Avelia like like a daughter mm-hmm. like the daughter he never had because she's super smart and she's super sassy and Doom really appreciates <laughs> Doom Doom loves that he appreciates that so much uh in a fatherly way <laughs> no totally in a fatherly <laughs> okay. way no yeah no like uh, he did it out of like out of spite originally like mm-hmm. to name her that but like he's realized like she's a truly awesome person and mm-hmm. like. The thing about Valeria is that I didn't mention the original Valeria is Doctor Doom and Sue's daughter from an alternate universe. It's all this weird stuff. The one, the one that became the, the original one who who re-wounded into <laughs> Sue. That was Doom's child. So there's a lot of crazy history of Valeria. Uh, that's that's fun for the research is actually kind of sweet and weird. A lot of things with Doctor Doom were sweet and weird. Like he rides the line between uh-huh. oh that's that's sweet and like oh that's kind of weird. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of sad because in Secret Wars, um, they did have a bond yeah. in that. And you can really see yeah. that bond. And at first, I you know, I don't really know the Fantastic Four history, or I didn't in yeah. the past. Uh, so that makes a lot more sense now. Yes. 
because it's almost like he gets to have the family that he, he always literally wanted to, like because it was his daughter. That's that was, that's that's the dream. He he runs the world. He has the woman of his dreams, and he has a daughter that he actually never got to have. And then he gets it all taken away from him. And then his mom hates him. So like <laughs> he's trying to be a good guy, and like I'm just like, you know what, man? You might have been a, like a genocidal dictator at, at in like six, in like the 60s, but you're pretty okay now. <laughs> you're pretty you're pretty cool now. And the best thing about Doctor Doom is he's very egotistical, and he's very Shakespearean, and he's very like melodic, and he's he's so grandstanding, and he has like the best one-liners of any villain. Hmm. And he's very just like. He always talks in the third person like Caesar, and he's like, Doom does not retreat. Like, Doom has no, has no follies. And I'm just like, you're such, a, you're, such a, you're such a piece of work, man. Every time I read him, he, it just it leaves me grinning because he's like, it borders on a lot of ridiculous sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's done wrong, like, this is stupid. If it's done right, it's like, it's like poetry. And luckily, it's more poetry than it's not. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, I have to ask you, they are, or it was announced that there's going to be a solo film for him. Yes. What are your thoughts? How do you think so, the approach should be? Here's the thing. So there shouldn't, you, you shouldn't make a Dr. Doom movie without the Fantastic Four. You should it, not. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Uh, it, it, besides the fact that like Marvel and, and Fox and like, like the right stuff and like, you know, Marvel doesn't publish Fantastic Four comics anymore because the movies suck and all this stuff. I, I don't think this is actually going to be a actual Dr. Doom movie because nobody's gonna see that movie it's like making it, it's like they're trying to make like a venom movie right now like it's like uh, yeah it, 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 it feels exactly like that but the person who's making it is the guy who made legion have, have you seen legion by chance the, the, the FX show? show yeah uh i got like halfway through it and okay. for whatever reason just okay yeah out. uh so legion is a is a is a really good uh, uh comic book adaptation mm-hmm. um so the person behind it is really good no no holly he's a really great writer director so behind the scenes i'm good with it's Doctor Doom is a character who is born from the Fantastic Four. Like it, he doesn't need a solo movie. Like he's one of he's my favorite villain. But you're gonna need to do a lot of work to not include anything from the Fantastic Four. And they haven't announced any kind of story or no, anything like that. I'm, okay. Honestly, I would not be surprised if this doesn't happen. Yeah. Because because a lot of times, <laughs> like these kind of things come and go. Uh huh. Um. But would it, you be interested in seeing? like his upbringing yeah maybe like if could, they did it that way so there is a six issue miniseries like i said called books of doom which is his rise uh to being dr doom and there is a little bit of fantastic Four. so you could eliminate that it's just why would why why would you why <laughs> would know. you it doesn't it's it's just it's like making a venom movie without spider-man which is mm-hmm. what they're doing which is why i don't want to see that movie <laughs> but um the guy behind it's really powerful and like if you would have told me a year ago that one of my favorite shows would be legion the, the character i can give two shits about legion he's not in very many comics he's very obscure that show's awesome so with the right people behind it anything could be good mm-hmm. but just saying we're gonna make a doctor doom movie without the fantastic four is weird it's weird Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know every representation we've gotten of Doctor Doom has been brilliant on screen. So, like, I shouldn't need another movie because those all those movies have been great, right? Right? <laughs> right, guys? That's sarcasm. If you oh, very, very much, yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to see him going in the comics? Man, um... I really like what they're doing now. It's interesting because, like, like I mentioned, Lex Luthor. Like, him and Luthor are both really bad people who are now, who are now heroes. Um, and I like both versions of that's happening. So I know Iron Man's coming back. Every hero always comes back. That's just the, the, the nature of comic books. So I really hope he doesn't just turn back into uh, like a one-note generic villain because uh, Jonathan Hickman, the last 10 years, has truly turned him into something like amazing. 
like something three-dimensional and like uh, with depth and he's not just a bad dictator right mm-hmm. uh and it's interesting if he's gonna do that and, and yeah. I, don't, I just don't know because it's he's never been here before he's iron man that's like that's super weird so who i don't know where he could be in a year well i i what i would want to see and just as from the like riri side because that's the book i do read yes. um i if it's tony you reread uh, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll see myself out. I'll see myself out. <laughs> yeah, bye. Um, the, what I would want to see, because Tony is going to come back. We all know that. Yeah. What I would want to see is maybe him take on more of a, like a mentor, uh, role? mentor role where he's not going to be the one out there. Leave Riri as the title character. I think that she's doing fine. Yes. Um, I like the book. Uh, and then maybe even kind of like a support or a mentor for Victor yeah. as well. Like he is the legacy guy, the, yeah. the, the original Iron Man and, and to have him, I think just like step down from that role and just like, let it be what it is right now. Because that's the reason he is uh, being Iron Man because there is a lack of one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is this 15 year old girl, but like, I don't, I, I don't, I, Victor respects her, but like he, he thinks he's like, he's the Iron Man. I'm, right. I'm Iron Man. I'm the big boy in the house. Uh, so as soon as Tony's back, I'm sure he's going to be like, yo, man, you're, we don't need three Iron Man. Right. And then uh, we'll just have a whole Spider-Man situation. Yeah. Uh, unless there's like an Iron Man war where Victor becomes evil and he's like, I want to be Iron Man. And I'm like, no, that's the whole point of your character. No, everything you've built towards will be ruined. So I just hope they don't ruin it. Because uh-huh. like, I'm, I'm a both minds really because I like when he's a bad guy, but at the same time, I like this, this new leaf and him trying to be a good person because mm-hmm. he's still an egotistical asshole, but he's just not killing people anymore. <laughs> he's putting <laughs> right. them behind bars. Okay. So like, uh, uh, I'm, I bring him back in the old costume. Cool. Give him a cool mask again. Just don't make him genocidal. That's all. Nice. Yeah. It, it, does he still use magic right now? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He cool. actually, uh, he walks around in a business suit at all times, oh. but it's just camouflaged like, like with spells and science and mm. stuff. He's always in his armor. Okay. Um, all right. So we're at the end of the show. We've we've come to our Woo! hour. Um, in a nice bow. Why? What? What? What is it about Doctor Doom that you're such a big fan of? I really enjoy, specifically when he's written well. Um, he's a man who you can see what he wants. He knows what he wants, and uh, he gets what he wants, and he does everything in his power to do it. Uh. He's not someone who, like, he dances around things. Like, he'll confront you, he'll beat your ass, and he'll tell you why you're wrong, and he'll make a, a quip about it, and then he'll go run back to his castle and just laugh about it. Uh, he's, uh, he's okay, so he's very, like, he's very loyal to the people who are nice to him, but he'll betray anyone at a moment's notice. Mm. This is also back when he was a bad guy. So now, I would say he, imagine, imagine, a, 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 like, a European Tony Stark who can do some magic okay because he's not really a bad guy anymore but he's still really quippy mm-hmm. so imagine like a like a yeah like a an eastern like a slovakian tony stark who can do some sick ass combos with magic <laughs> nice yeah um usually people will say that they like a character because they see themselves in not at all in in, in that character oh not at all and sometimes when i've had people talk about their villains that their favorite villains or whatever i'm just like hmm. yeah. uh, what does that say about you <laughs> yeah not interesting in, uh, on, honestly like uh i didn't i didn't start to love dr doom until uh jonathan hickman's avengers run um which started in 2011 mm-hmm. uh or new avengers excuse me because there's was, there was two books at the same time avengers and new avengers and new avengers was more the uh dr doom book 
but um he turned that character into into uh something like epic like someone who fights gods and fights uh reality itself when he started off sending the fantastic four to fight blackbeard hmm. like he's really grown as a character like almost more than any other villain like like I Thanos, I was almost gonna do Thanos because I love Thanos a lot too. Mm-hmm. But Thanos has never really changed. He's always been, oh, I want to conquer the people for, I want to kill people for death, and now he wants to kill people for death. <laughs> Not a lot of change there. Uh, I would talk about like two good stories, and that's about it. But uh-huh. Doctor Doom has changed uh, as a person a lot over time. He's been a lot more evil. He's been good. Uh, he's been uh, 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 a gray area. Uh, he'll 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 kill when he needs to, but uh, he's he's awesome. He's just he's very. I like the word egotistical because like. I'm trying to think of someone like a <laughs> man, like a Martin Screlly or like a like <laughs> like yeah, someone who like who's like you when they talk, you're like you're so full of shit, oh dude. My God. But imagine like like that, but like actually intelligent. Uh-huh. Like that's the closest person I can think of. Like that guy's so full of it. Uh, if you guys don't know who it is, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna explain it. Yeah, <laughs> but you feel you know what I mean. Like I, that yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, what do you recommend for people to read if they want to get a good Doctor Doom oh, story? So. Um, uh, Book, Books of Doom, which is a six-issue miniseries by Ed Brubaker, uh, who did the Winter Soldier run, which is the most famous Captain America run, uh, which is the movies are all based off of now. Uh, that, that is the, that's what all of my stuff was basically from. All mm. the stuff with him as a child and stuff is that from that. Um, Mark Miller's Fantastic Four run, where Doctor Doom is, is obliterated, and the hate molecules, mm-hmm. that stuff's super awesome, and it's just really cosmic and fun and cool. And that's a good representation of the Fantastic Four, I think. And I think they work really well together. Um, I think... Infamous Iron Man, the current Bendis uh, uh, Iron Man book, is really strong. It's got really strong writing. Um, it's got really, really beautiful art. Uh, and the stuff that he's, that's dealing with his mom is really impactful. And as someone who's known Doctor Doom for this long, to see him dealing with this motherly stuff, it's tragic and it sucks for him. And I'm like, man, Doom, you almost had it. You almost had what you wanted. Your entire life is building in this moment. And your mom's a bad guy. No. Oh, <laughs> We'll see what happens. Maybe his dad's a good guy. Who knows? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right. So thank you so much for doing my show, Ryan. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me. Um, I love talking where, about nonsense. Yay. Uh, where can people find you? and the stuff that you do oh man so i'm a uh, co-host of the fake nerd podcast uh they come out every sunday sometimes monday or tuesday if we have technical issues mm-hmm. you know podcasts are hard to make right wink right wink. Yeah. very hard wink <laughs> no they, they are no yeah they're very hard <laughs> uh so yeah you can find me there uh i also just have I, i'm on instagram a lot dj tony snark uh also twitter uh i like iron man a lot <laughs> yeah. um uh i just post a lot of stuff about comic books and cats and pizza Nice. Mostly, mostly comic books. I see you do that too, and I appreciate you. Yeah, we're always po- posting our uh, we're always posting our comic book pool list. Uh-huh, yeah, I yeah. still need to take my photo for same, today. Same, same. I pulled one today. Guys, I went today. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I? Oh, so uh, a couple episodes ago, I did plug your podcast because I do listen to it. Yes, thank and you. I and I, as I told the audience, I love what you guys do because there are a few other podcasts that I've listened to about like you know just geek stuff or or, or comic books or whatever yeah. it is, and there aren't very many women doing it mm-hmm. and the guys that i have listened to in the past have always kind of come at it from like a very broy like place yeah. and not that you guys are like feminine or anything no, like yeah. that but like i i can tell the passion that you guys have for Absolutely. the things that you guys talk oh, about yeah. and like everything you talk about is such a, mostly in a positive way we and try, like yeah. when you when you crit, uh, cr- criticize something or you critique something it's it's not it doesn't feel like negative. Negative. That, see, that I, I really appreciate you saying that. I really do. Because we were actually all just talking about uh, 
about cynicism and and the state of like nerd culture and stuff and everyone is always is always bashing things and not mm-hmm. enough people are just saying what they love and i am sometimes critically of myself i'm over positive on things mm-hmm. but i think sometimes you need that because you need to show people what's awesome i give out comics every day to let people read them because people need to know what's awesome if you say oh that thing sucks what if it doesn't suck and you're and someone's missing out on something truly amazing? Mm-hmm. Like you can't be that way. Yeah, I've off, I often catch myself saying, "Oh, that was so bad," yeah. and I have to think like, "Okay, but someone else might like it because yeah. there are a lot of things that I like that a lot of people will be like, "That's so bad," and exactly. I'm like, "But I enjoy it." Yeah. So like, I have to like catch myself doing stuff like that. And you're absolutely right about the whole the culture itself can be very negative, yeah. and like everyone wants to take ownership of what they love about the culture mm-hmm. or like in the culture, like. For example, I was on Twitter and someone was talking about like ha- having Black Widow have her own movie and stuff. And, the, and he asked, like, what would you guys want to see? And I was and I responded with, like, not that I want it to be a solo or like uh, to be her only movie, but I would really love to see the Wasp and Black Widow team up. Yeah. In the comic books, you have his daughter who was like supposedly raised, not supposedly, she was raised in the Red Room. Yeah. And, and then she comes out of nowhere and she's like his daughter or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, it would be kind of cool if maybe they revealed that like this girl, this daughter that he has, Hope, was raised in the Red Room. And we like discover that and they like go to the Red Room and like take it down or whatever as their duo movie or something. And someone came in and was like, no, like... (laughs) Let Hope be her own character. No, yeah. That's Nadia. She's 15 years. And I was like, I'm not saying like yeah. that's what it has to be. I'm saying I would like to see something. But it's like I if I comment on people's stuff, like I get a lot of the negativity, yeah. like almost instantaneously. And the thing the thing about the internet is is being anonymous, uh, you can you can say something real shitty and never think about it again. And that affects someone like, oh wow, that thing that you made is real shitty. Haha, <laughs> I'm just gonna walk away and never think about it. But like <laughs> yeah. you could ruin someone's day and you didn't put two two thoughts into that. Uh-huh. And, and when when people do that so much, they don't realize how often that affects lots of people. So I try not to say like, oh, this is the worst thing on the planet as much as I can. Uh-huh. Even though I tweeted yesterday that I watched the, the Batman Harley Quinn movie and I didn't think it was that great. Uh, it, it features a lot of swamp thing in it. That's why I like it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care if people like don't like whatever they want. Yeah. It's just interesting to like see like when when you're putting your passion out there like for something, and then someone comes with their passion, and they like completely knock you down yeah. as if like your opinion is invalid. It's yeah. just so and it's bad and it's funny. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that like you both can have that opinion. Yeah. Like, let's say like, oh, like you you like this. So like, oh, you can't like that. What are you doing? You're, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Instead of saying you're wrong, like, oh, that's cool that you don't like it. I don't, or you like it. I don't like it. Yeah. We can have a reasonable discussion without being <laughs> jerks about it. Yeah. And that has been a healthy recovery hour yeah. with Ryan and Richard. <laughs> Feels feel so good. Yay. Thank you for being on my show. Yeah. All right. That was Ryan Iliable. Ryan Iliable. So, uh, yeah, he's from. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long day. Uh, that was Ryan Iliable from Fake Nerds Podcast. Um, thank you so much, Ryan, for being on my show. Uh, yeah, so that's the show, you guys. Oh, b- before before I uh, start with the with the logistics of the show, um, I didn't know that Doctor Doom was that. Um, I don't want to say cynical, <laughs> but terrifying. <laughs> um, 
yeah, there's just a lot in there that I didn't know about, which is why I do the show. Uh, so I, I kind of would like to see that darker side of him because we haven't been able to see it in any of the movies or whatever. I don't know if they're still planning on doing the the, the solo film. This was recorded a few weeks ago, but uh, yeah, that's some serious shit happening. Um, <laughs> but anyway... That's the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, uh, I have a website. That's interviewacomicnerd.com. Uh, the the Twitter is interviewanerd or interviewacomicnerd. I don't know. Google it. it it'll show up. <laughs> I'm so lazy. Uh, remember, on all the posts in um, the website, at the website, uh, each episode has its own comment section. So you can go on there and contribute any of your thoughts that you had on the episode or, you know, that's the perfect place to go to tell me why I'm wrong about Iron Fist. <laughs> there you go. So you can yell at me there. Um, even though I just talked to to Ryan about how uh, people are so negative on, on online. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so go onto the website if you have any kind of comments or anything that you want to share with me. I am very open to receiving those comments. Um, I like talking to people about this stuff. It's very, very fun. So yeah, that's it. That's the show. Oh, go on iTunes and give me some ratings like um, five is preferable <laughs> go there do it um uh, yeah the no that's it that's all i got sorry um i am gonna have another two weeks off um not really off you guys i'm not like sitting at home on the couch vegetating uh, i i mean kind of but not <laughs> there's so much work to do i'm going crazy rescue me um yeah so that's that's it so in another two weeks i'm gonna have another interview guys uh i'm gonna have another interview for you guys i'm talking so fast right now because everything is crazy uh yeah thank you guys for listening again uh i i look forward to the very next one that i get to put out for you guys and hopefully uh, you guys will continue to enjoy the shows that I put out for you. Uh, I'm going to stop talking now because it's just becoming rambling, like nonsensical rambling that that is not contributing to your life, is not contributing to my life. Um, I'm not going crazy. Okay, so yes, be kind to one another. Uh, uh, always be good. And, and I will see you next time. Bye. It's not the end of the show, you guys. I know I said I was going to see you next time, but I totally forgot to give you my recommendations. Okay, so I have two recommendations, and they come from the same person, Issa Rae. I recommend HBO's Insecure, starring Issa Rae, created by Issa Rae, and I forgot the other person's name. Uh, it's a very funny show. It, it takes place in Inglewood, where I grew up. I grew up in Inglewood, you guys, and, and it takes place there. So I recommend her show, Insecure, and also her podcast called Fruit. It's about... Uh, a football player supposedly it's based on a true story it's a football player who was in the professional league i don't i don't know what you call it the nfl i think nfl uh so he was a professional football player he he was closeted gay maybe still closeted i don't know and and it and and, and it chronicles his experience each episode is like you know 10 12 minutes long or maybe a little bit longer but they're not long uh, so anyway, yes. So go check out Insecure. It's hilarious. And also Fruit, which is nice to listen to. And uh, season one is on iTunes. Season two is on Stitcher Premium. I didn't pay for it. Um, but I, I mean, I haven't even listened to season two, but it's out there and I'm, I'm just waiting until it's free. All right. That's it. Bye.